Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Pipe Bomb Radio Network proudly presents Pipe Bomb Radio, the show with the freshest insight, interviews, and opinions on the world of professional wrestling. With your host, El Jefe, Felix Oledo, the Godfather, Nate Milton, Godfather's in the house. and the Aztec Warrior, Alex Cruz. I'm an Aztec Warrior! Ah! So sit back and relax, because Pipe Bomb Radio goes live now. It's showtime, folks! Pipe Bomb Radio Network proudly presents Pipe Bomb Radio, the show with the freshest insight, interviews, and opinions on the world of professional wrestling. With your host, El Jefe, Felix Oledo, the Godfather, Nate Milton, Godfather's in the house, and the Aztec Warrior, Alex Cruz. I'm an Aztec Warrior! So sit back and relax, because Pipe Bomb Radio goes live now. It's showtime, folks! What's up, everybody? Another wonderful day in America. As we all know, I am the Aztec Warrior Alex. We're waiting on the arrival of my partner and co-host, Mr. Nate Milton. I got some dogs barking in the back, so excuse me on that one. Uh, Today is Tuesday. I almost forgot what day it is. (laughs) Tuesday, March. Yes. Nate's on. Cool. Thanks, Elio. In the middle of the date, bro. In the middle of the date. March 13th, 2018. The Godfather, Nate Milton, are you there? 
think the call dropped. Oh, well, we're just going to keep this thing rolling. We're going to keep it rolling. We'll wait for Nate Milton to go on, but, man, it's another go-around. We're on the road to WrestleMania. A lot going ahead, a lot coming up. There's been matches being made, scenarios being thrown out everywhere. It's incredible. It is unreal. We have so much to talk about. Fastlane recap. We have the Elimination Chamber recap. So much, so much to talk about. And we are simply 26 days away from WrestleMania. Okay, he's here. Godfather, you on? Milton, where you at? Where you at? Talk to me, Nate. Let's go. Is he on? The Godfather, Nate Milton. Nope, still nothing. Let's go on. We'll wait till he comes on. Elio, if he comes on, shoot me a message. Let me know because you always cut me off midway. And then I lose my train of thought. We got to keep this thing rolling. WrestleMania, we're coming. It's the way it is. Setting up to be pretty epic. We've had a lot going on from Fast Lane, a lot going on from Elimination Chamber. Obviously, some of the takeaways from Elimination Chamber. We had the first ever seven man Elimination Chamber match, which, when everybody thought it was going to be Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns pulls it away in the end. He solidifies the spot in the main event going against Brock Lesnar for the Universal title, which should be a good match. The buildup's been really good so far. That's one of the things I love about it. Um, we're on the road to WrestleMania, and, and, and now we have one of the main event title matchups for the Universal title. And, and the big thing right now is Brock Lesnar's been holding out. Roman Reigns has been shooting pretty much as straight as they come. And I think the crowd is slowly getting behind him, which is really impressive simply because of the fact that um, usually everyone's there booing Roman Reigns and whatnot. But when you bring real facts and hard-hitting facts to the mic, people are going to buy into that. People are going to relate to that. Brock Lesnar showing up when he wants, not being at work when he's supposed to be, Roman Reigns exploiting him. And, and now, as of yesterday, he's been suspended temporarily due to the way he was talking to Vince McMahon and how he was talking to him and about him. So we're looking at one of those situations where, I mean, what's going to happen? This thing is really boiling up to get really, really personal. And now Vince McMahon has promised that Brock Lesnar will be on Raw this coming Monday. So I guess we'll all wait and see. The next thing that we saw the first ever women's elimination chamber match where Alexa Bliss successfully won her, uh, successfully defended her title. And we all thought, man, it's going to be Asuka versus Alexa Bliss. And I knew it. I knew that it was going to happen. I've been saying it. It's, there's going to be a huge curveball one way or the other. Alex? Because I'm going to Yeah. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Thanks, Godfather, are you on? Uh, I think the real question is, are you ready to get these hands, Alex? I'm ready because I'm about to give friggin' Elio the hands if he cuts me off mid-sentence again and I lose my train of thought. <laughs> I was rolling, man. I was rolling. 
I was rolling. <laughs> Helio's about to get these hands. Uh, not the birthday boy. <laughs> hey, I got knuckle sandwiches for days, all right? <laughs> and, and my feet can be the cake, all right? So he'll get a whole load of cake up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. Starting to try to recap a lot of this, what's going on. You know, so much the... So much is going on in the world of WWE and WrestleMania and, and you know, the fast lane recap, uh, Elimination Chamber. It's, it's been awesome, man. I mean, I I really like the direction that they're going. And the biggest thing, we all know that the uh, under Felix is probably losing his mind right now because we literally have a Felix versus Alex Cruz potential matchup at WrestleMania. <laughs> Uh, so I would have loved to be. have been a uh, – I wish I could have been a fly on the wall in uh, Felix's <laughs> house on Monday night listening to that promo with, with uh, that Cena cut on The Undertaker because you know how much uh, El Jefe loves him <laughs> some Undertaker. You know he, he, he did not uh, take those words too kindly. Oh, not at all. You know, it's, 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 we're, we're going to see history. You know, we're going to see hopefully if, if he accepts, we might see the very last match – for sure, this time of the Undertaker, accompanied by the Under Felix against John Cena. <laughs> There's no Paul Bearer, but we have we have the Under Felix, so he'll he'll fit in. But it's all good. Oh, so, at the end of the day, C Nation will come up victorious. It's just the way it's going to be. Well, see, that's, that's that's the thing, man. Like we we're starting to finally get some of these pieces for WrestleMania put in place, Alex. And, and I know you were in the process of uh, letting the people know, you know, your thoughts on uh, Fastlane this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we, 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 we got a lot to talk about this week, man. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. I mean, I was trying to touch on the Elimination Chamber first and tying it into everything. I mean, it, I was really nervous at first. I was nervous to see where things were going to go for WrestleMania. But now that it's all coming through, um, I, I think the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar picture is starting to get uh, built up very nicely, and it's really entertaining. Um, the fact that I, I knew it, I knew it, but I am so excited about Charlotte versus Asuka. I think that match has the potential to really be in one of the top top several matches of the night that night. Yeah, I think that's going to be a, a fun matchup. I think we'll get to see a bit of like we'll we'll have kind of like. Uh, two great in-ring competitors that I think can play both heel or face really well. And we'll probably get to see, like, some switching alignments over the course of the match. Like, we might see Charlotte going a little bit heel during the course of the match, and then at other times, Asuka might, you know, go that way. But I think those two are going to have a great match. I, I like that it kind of switches things up. And that's maybe one of the things I'm looking forward to after WrestleMania, Alex, is – seeing these rosters kind of get a shakeup a, a little bit because while there have been some really cool combinations, I think that, you know, other combinations are kind of getting a bit stale. And, you know, maybe we need to move a team here or there, move one of the girls here or there to kind of freshen things up a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, and even with this matchup, I mean, we still have that lunatic Carmella running around with the money in the bank briefcase, and we don't know – Yep. What she's going to do, but whatever it is, I hope her opportunity fails and she doesn't get to successfully cash it in. <laughs> I just don't yeah, see. I, man, uh, I, I going to say either one, whether you're talking about Oscar or Charlotte, if Charlotte is the one to break the streak 
at WrestleMania. Uh, I, I don't see Carmella cashing in, and, and, and or she could cash in, but I don't, I don't see her winning. Like I think that whoever wins that match between Charlotte and Asuka, they're going to have uh, a good little run for a bit. Yeah. I mean, well, let, me, let me ask you this. You know, uh, I mean, obviously, um, let me think. Yeah, it was the first ever women's Money in the Bank match. And can't that be cashed on either brand? They haven't said it. They have not said that it couldn't. So yeah, there's a chance you could cash it on Alexa, which would be, which would really be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's an opportunity. But then with the Alexa Bliss thing, I mean I think we might see Alexa versus Nia Jax, which would be really cool. Which is the way that that's starting to turn. Yeah, I, I really like the segment on Monday uh, where where we had like yeah. the, and I, I liked it. I like that they actually gave an explanation as to why we were seeing the footage uh, as opposed to just putting it up there without any reasoning. Uh, so, yeah, I think, like, I've, I've always been a big fan of Nia, and I think that, you know, she's coming into her own. She's gotten really good in the ring. I think she's got a grasp on her character, and I think her and Alexa, you know, they, they can make it a pretty good match. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think so. I think so, for sure. You know, but I mean, so, you know, when you're looking at some of the matchups, you know, we're talking about Elimination Chamber. We went over uh, the universal picture, the women's, the women's uh, title picture, um, you know, and, and, and now that you're that we're kind of continuing down the card. I mean, what in the world is going on in the tag team division for Monday Night Raw? Did you catch it yesterday? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I caught it. What? Yeah. What in the world is about to happen? I mean, the bar has beaten everybody. We get it. But now Braun Strowman randomly enters himself in that battle royal and wins. Who's his tag partner going to be? I mean, who? 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 I mean, I don't. I mean, is it going to be the big show? Is it going to be Elias Samson? Is he going to bring somebody? I mean, what? Who in the world is going to be his tag team partner? This is really interesting because, you know, if you heard some of the rumors and some of the kind of behind-the-scenes chatter, you know, leading up to this past week, one of the big things was Braun still didn't have a spot for WrestleMania. You know, he wasn't going to be inserted into the Universal title match. He wasn't going to be in the Intercontinental uh, Championship match. And so it's like, what are we going to do with this guy who you can make the case, Alex, is one of the hottest performers in the company right now. Yeah, And so – I I think this is this is really fun. This is going to be interesting because I, I love the bar. I think uh, Cesaro is somebody who has always done good work in this company, and Sheamus has held his own as well. Uh, but putting him in there with Braun, I think I think you got the makings for an interesting match. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, whether he finds a tag team partner or not, I think it'll be very interesting. Hmm. I, actually, I think I'd like it more if if he didn't have a partner. I think. You know what? I think that I, might I, I be the more entertaining uh the more entertaining match, particularly at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think I really think the same thing. Um, I think it'd be cool to see him go two on one, but then again, you know, I mean, still, there's only so much one person can do against two people, and I mean, it's not like he's going against two jobbers. I mean, it is, um, you know, for, former world champion and, and Cesaro, so. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting for sure. 
And then, and then, I mean, Nate, I, I know you're excited about this. I'm excited about this. But uh, next week, the ultimate deletion. We get to go back to the Hardy compound. Who would have thought Vanguard 1, Senor Benjamin, King Maxwell, and Lord Wolfgang. Yes. And then with... And I mean, shooting and Queen Remy. I mean, what what in the world is going to happen? How is this going to? Basically, we're taking Impact's biggest, one of the most watched episodes of Impact. You're taking the final deletion, and now it's the ultimate deletion. I mean, how are they going to do this? You know, I mean, I feel that Impact's was a little bit more risque, and they did a little bit more craziness. I mean, can WWE do this? Make it entertaining and still keep it PG without shooting, you know, bottle rockets at each other. <laughs> I think they can if they trust Matt Hardy, because we've seen the WWE kind of try to go outside the mold and do their own versions of the final deletion. Like we saw the New Day go to the Wyatt compound, and then we saw the Bray Wyatt House of Horrors match, and then we saw. Bray and Randy at WrestleMania with the uh, with the worms being shot onto the mat. Uh, there's a common theme to all of these uh, these things here with the WWE, and that's Bray Wyatt. So I'm hoping that they find a way to kind of trust Matt Hardy and his people, and allow Bray to have go down there and and have fun. Because to me, like this feud so far has underwhelmed me, man. And I, I'm a fan of both guys, but it's felt like you know. I guess the closest analogy would be like, you know, when you buy a rap CD or a heavy metal CD from Walmart yeah. and it's the, the censored version and it's like, okay, I get it. I get the, you know, the beats, I get the lyrics, I, I see what you're doing, but it's just not the same because it's not the, the, what the artist intended a hundred percent. And that's how I felt this Matt right. Hardy Bray Wyatt feud has been in WWE where like, okay, there's some similarities, but it's not quite, right because it's not quite real and so i'm hoping man they just let him go out there and and be crazy and and have fun and still keep it pg but allow what made the stuff on impact so great allow that to work on your tv yeah yeah i and i agree you know it's uh, matt hardy took this and ran with it he took yep. the broken creation and just revolutionized, uh, uh, you know, the last couple of years in professional wrestling. And, I mean, what 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 came from just being broken in a one-on-one match against his brother turned into this deranged Matt Hardy. Then everybody started laughing at it. Then he started getting crazy. Everybody started getting behind yep. it. Then, then all these different things started happening and all these green beans being a delicacy. And then, you know, just like <laughs> just all this off the wall stuff. I mean, a a damn, uh, you know, Vanguard One is a is a. Oh, what do you call those things? Um, uh, the drone. Yeah, a drone. He's got a farmer, like a like a butler slash farmer. I mean, it's just like I don't a gardener. I'm sorry, gardener. I mean, all this craziness ran off. Then Jeff Hardy becomes broken, and he becomes Brother Nero. Then they're a tag yep. team. Then they win tag team titles. Then they go into this expedition of gold, and they travel all over the world to these top indie companies, win every tag title, major tag title, and bam, here they are in WWE now. 
we, we strayed away from it at the beginning, and now we're back to being woken. But they need to just trust Matt Hardy because he did all of this. Like, WWE, yep. I feel, is slowing it down, and I, I don't know if the fans aren't just catching on, but, I mean, they love the, the ultimate deletion part, but, I mean, we, we, I, I feel like they, they need to loosen the ropes just a tad and just let Matt Hardy hear this shit the way he's been doing and allow him to just make this thing great. Because I feel well, that... One of the big things, you know, Alex, real quick, I think one of the big things is the WWE at times takes themselves too seriously. And yeah. you can't take yourself too seriously if you're doing something like the ultimate deletion. You know, because like I think my favorite part of Final Deletion and all that stuff in Impact was when they would do the uh, Lake of Reincarnation and they would have somebody go in and come out. And, you know, you're, ma- you're kind of making fun of your old gimmicks. And it's like, man, imagine if they had somebody like uh, the Godfather, Charles Wright, show up, and he's just walking around the compound, and he falls in the lake, and he comes out as the Godfather, and he falls back in, and he comes out as Kama, and he falls in the third time, and he comes out as Papa Shango. Like, you can have a lot of fun with this, and I think the crowd will love it, but you kind of have to – allow yourself to be made fun of a bit. And I don't know if the WWE and, and Vince in particular has always been so cool with that. Yeah, I know. I agree. I agree. You know, and, and that's, it, it, that's exactly, you know, I feel like, you know, if, if it's not a pure McMahon idea, it doesn't get the full attention, you know, to allow the potential of, of, of this happening, you know? Mm. Yep. You know, it, it's just, and, I don't know. I, I just. And the thing is, man, they got I, the I, people I, to make this work. Like, not only do you have Matt Hardy and, and, you know, his whole crew, but you also got Jeremy Borash, who now works for the WWE, uh, down at NXT. And it's like, Jeremy Borash was one of the big producers in Impact that helped Hardy with the final deletion and all that good stuff. So it's like, man, you got people on the payroll that can make this work just allow somebody to be great that, you know, with an idea that's not yours, you know, and, and trust them because at the end of the day, they're making you money. You know, they're getting you ratings. It's it's on your program. So, you know, allow them to shine. Yeah, of course. I totally agree. And man, Bray Wyatt so needs this, man. Like maybe that might be the biggest thing, man. Bray Wyatt needs a win, man, because this dude is so talented, but I haven't enjoyed anything he's done, like any of his feuds in probably about yeah. a year, man. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, it, I mean, if if he needs a win, just uh, 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 make it a win. So, <laughs> in the words of old Titus O'Neil. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, God! All right, moving on on the card on the elimination chamber before we j- jump into fast lane. So we've covered the universal, we've covered the women's, we've covered the tag, we've covered. The ultimate deletion that's coming up. Um, other than that, I mean, I know there was a couple just, you know, regular matches. But, you know, I guess we'll just cover what's really impacting WrestleMania. Um, oh, Jesus, how could we forget Ronda Rousey? Yep. I mean, that, now that has been interesting in its own right simply because, I mean, you have... <sighs> okay, so... We, we we all kind of talked about this, uh, you know, and, and I know you and I talked about it a little bit, and we knew that somehow it was going to lead back into the whole mixed tag thing. I love the yeah. angle bit. He was like, well, didn't you say that she was just a has-been and washed the... 
Like, all those little jabs were great. It was great. I thought the buildup was really cool. Um, but poor Ronda, you know, we still uh, got to work on a little bit of mic work. We need to work on timing yep. because she made her big announcement during the drum roll, not after the drum roll. <laughs> um, that was that was great. <laughs> it's like, brr, you, brr, what, what, what? She just, she just say, like, oh, Jesus, like, calm down, but... You know, I I think she'll be okay, you know, but then it's like how what worries me is like I I don't I don't think that she's going to be in in a bad position this match. I mean, because Ronda's overall athleticism and what she can do, I think with a little training and what she already knows is still more superior than what Stephanie McMahon can do in a ring. Um but how is Kurt Angle going to hold up against Triple H, who's in much better shape uh, around the same age that Kurt Angle is? You know, I, I just don't yeah. think we'll – like, I'll be shocked if we see, you know, glimpses of not the old Kurt Angle, but at least, you know, like pre-WWE Kurt Angle, like in the last, you know, four years Kurt Angle. You know, it's like four years ago Kurt Angle was still fine, you know, but – I just feel like his knees has been more of an issue, and you know, can he still? You know, we saw it. We saw it when they teamed with the Shield. You know, it was just, it, you know, it was cool. Yep. But I mean, how how is this match going to wow everybody? You know, or what's going to be the the theme behind it? So I don't know. It's I think, very interesting. You know, I think for Kurt, man, you know, it it might be the best spot for him because if anybody's going to take care of him, it'd be somebody like Triple H. You know, yeah, somebody that somebody that's, you know, a veteran and, and, and knows how to make him look good. I think you got it. It's crazy, though, because, you know, in a match like this normally, you'd have one partner that kind of carries the load, and then the other partner just kind of comes in and hits a couple spots. And Kurt Angle's going to have to be the guy that carries the load. And you're right. You know, he four years ago he was still great. And even more recently, you know, he had some good spots in Impact towards those later years in Impact. But yep. there's a lot of miles on this dude. And, you know, you talk about the knee and the neck and, and things. You know, I can tell you, Alex, from getting older, you know, you'll learn this someday, son, that, you know, <laughs> simple things that, that, that didn't used to ache, they, they ache the older you get. Uh, and so, yeah, I think they'll, they'll take care of him, man. But it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the crowd reacts to that because I'm hoping that it's not the last match. Because I think either Cena and Taker or AJ and Knock deserve that last spot, uh, but I I could see where this is a high profile match, and you know Triple H is going to Triple H sometimes, and and maybe this is <laughs> this would be our main event. But I I think there's a way to do it and make everybody come out looking good. Uh, you're right, Ronda is not the best talker. She wasn't a, she wasn't a great talker even in the UFC. Uh, but there's a way to present her as this killer and as this legitimate athlete and as this this Olympic champion, uh, much like Kurt, that I think they can do if, if they work correctly. So I'm, I'm excited yeah. for it, man. Like, I think it's, it's either going to be a really fun match or it's going to be a train wreck. But either way, it's going to be a quote-unquote WrestleMania moment. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um uh, you, you know, I, th- I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a good match. I don't I don't think it's gonna be main event at all. I mean, there's no way. Um, there's no way it's gonna even be semi. I mean, you got to think it's it's you have all these different matches that 
I mean, even let's just say Undertaker and Cena really does happen. I mean, that match is not going to be middle of the card. You know, like that might be no. a semi-main event or that might be, you know, like the featured match. You know, I mean, think about it. I mean, that match is, I mean, you you got to really look at it. This is officially the Undertaker's last match. This is this is it. This is this is what the WWE has been wanting, you know. But uh, you know, John Cena was hurt two years ago when when it was rumored to happen, and then last year they did the whole thing with Nikki Bella and his engagement. So um, they went a different route. But you know, yeah, Undertaker probably does have one more match in him, and who better? Then someone who's going to be able to protect them, who's they're not going to do anything too crazy besides tell a good story, and it's basic bumps. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing that yeah. you know, John Cena is not going to hit him like Bray Wyatt coming off the ropes. You know, I mean, this is going to be a match where they could really take care of each other and still give us a good match. Um, I don't know if this is like two ends of an era, or or you know, kind of like a the last like. I mean, we can't really say a passing of the torch because Cena is carrying that torch. But <laughs> I was like, he's I mean, had the torch for like 15 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be the extinguishing of one torch and, you know, like, I, I don't know. Maybe Cena's going to have two torches. I don't know. It might happen. Um, everybody keeps talking about the torch, but what about if you have two torches, you know? Um, so I don't know. It, it, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how this plays out. You know, Cena had a great promo on it and, and I really enjoyed it. And um, I wish I would approach it maybe a little differently, but still the crowd wants it. Everybody wants it. And I think this is going to be really great. So, um, I mean, other than that, I think that's fast lane in a nutshell. Uh, if we look at the, uh, if we look at, I'm, I'm sorry, the elimination chamber in a nutshell, fast lane was a whole different animal. Um, yeah. Let me start, let me start differently. What is your thoughts on the tag team division? Now, this is one that's super interesting because if you saw what happened tonight, then, yep. dude, like, what is going on? I, I mean, are, are we looking at a triple threat tag match? But, I mean, this, is, this thing has shifted to a whole nother. I, I didn't see it coming. I thought eventually they'd just cross paths, but the Bludgeon Brothers completely took out, you know, f- five other men. And that was crazy. And it's kind of funny because Braun Strowman used to be a member of the Wyatt family, and it feels almost like somebody looked at these other two guys who used to be members of the Wyatt family and were like, oh, yeah, we can make these guys look like monsters too. And <laughs> they, like, because, you know, for, for, most of this, for most of their run, they've been kind of a joke. You know, they, they haven't been Ascension-level jokes, but nobody's taking them seriously, but – with what they did at Fastlane and continuing that on this week on SmackDown, man, I think the Bludgeon Brothers are players, and I would love to see kind of this triple threat tag team match because I think the Usos have earned a WrestleMania spot, man, and I think the New Day have earned a WrestleMania spot, and the Bludgeon Brothers should be on, should be on the card too. So I would love to see a, a triple threat with the New Day, Usos, and the Bludgeon Brothers if that's the route they want to go. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it'll be really cool. I mean, something's gonna have to happen. I mean, but but here's here's why I enjoy this so much because obviously the new day can go, and they can make whatever they want happen. It's gonna be great. Any match they're in is always is always 
going to work out because of the talent level that they have. Then you have the Usos, who's arguably one of the best tag teams in professional wrestling today, and yep. they are just as incredible. And then you have Luke Harper, who has all the talent in the world. This man can do yep. it all. I, I think Luke Harper's very underrated, and he's just so good at what he does. I mean, he's quick. He's mobile. He's able to fly if he has to. He's got speed. He's got strength. And then yeah, his problem has then, never been in ring. His problem has always been with the the, the storyline around him, the creative around him. You know, whatever gimmick they placed him in. But yeah, he's he's always been good in the ring. Yeah, so I mean, I think he's going to complement everybody else well. And then you have well, well, I mean, and then oh, then you have Eric Rowan. He's going <laughs> to do Eric Rowan stuff and and come out and and, and he's going to come out with a, with a, with another goat mask. He's going to come out with a goat mask. But besides that, I think it's going to be a great match. Um, yeah. He's probably going to get slapped in the face and, and then just go and jump on somebody. But other than that, you still have uh, six out of seven total men that can go completely. So, um, you know, we should be all right. Should be all right. I, I think that'll shape out to be a really cool match because it's getting so personal. And, I mean, these two men have taken out viciously this other team, these other teams. So, uh, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see what the final verdict is, but I kind of think it's, I kind of think it's already kind of going in a certain direction that it's going to be a you know, basically a three way tag match, uh, somehow for the titles. Yeah, and I I would enjoy that, and and I really like the the kind of dynamic now with the Usos and the New Day, where they're kind of you know these these guys that have had these wars and had some of the best matches uh, over the last year or so, but they have a common enemy, and then there's there's this respect between the two teams. So I want to see that dynamic when when we get to WrestleMania and have you you know you got this this invading force with the Bludgeon Brothers, and then you got these two teams that like each other, but they both want the same thing in the tag titles. Yeah, exactly. I agree. So moving on from Fastlane, what are your thoughts? Now, what are your thoughts on? this odd United States title picture. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I don't know what to think about the U S title picture. Like I, uh, if you compare it to the IC title scene over on raw, raw seems a lot more coherent right now when you've got Miz and Finn Balor and, uh, uh, Seth Rollins. Like Look, that seems I, like a much more cohesive yeah, match. Yeah. Without a doubt, and, and uh, just to touch real quick, and I'm going to let you continue finishing. I mean, here's what people don't seem, seem to forget. Miz can go. Miz can yeah. go. And I think I think this match, Miz is going to shine because you have Rollins and, 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 and uh, I was about to say Ambrose, Rollins and Balor, who are arguably some of the two of the most talented and athletic guys on the roster. And, I, I mean – they're going to blow the roof off the place, but people seem to forget Miz can do a lot of the same things. He might not be as athletic and, and, you know, as quick, but Miz can go and he will make that match. He'll be that third element to help balance the whole match. I think that match is going to be a killer, but anyway, that's, that's my thought on that. Yeah, I agree with that. And and in terms of the U S man, I think, when you look at somebody like a Bobby Roode, he's somebody that I've been a fan of all the way back to his TNA days. 
But yeah, yeah. I think I think Bobby works best as a heel though. Uh, and I know people love the theme song, and people love to shout "Glorious" when you know when he does his little uh, little motion and what whatnot. But the best thing for Bobby Roode is to get to a point where he's he's like the top heel of the mid card, and I hope that this is a way to get there. Uh, Randy Orton is Randy Orton. Like Randy Orton is Randy Orton's McDonald's. I guess <laughs> like <laughs> McDonald's is never McDonald's is never going to be a five star restaurant, but you know what you get. They're consistent. Like you, if you have a McDonald's <laughs> out where you are, McDonald's out where I am, the the that Big Mac is probably going to taste the same in either place because there's consistency right. there. And that's what I, how I feel about Randy. Like Randy to me has been one of the most consistent performers over the past ten fifteen yep. years. Like he's never going to be you know up there with a guy like AJ Styles but he's always going to give you a good match. And I think, you know, Randy Orton being in the mix is is good. Uh, I still don't know what the hell's going on with Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> that, that that makes no sense to me. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, uh, I, I think odd is the way you, the way you phrase it, odd. That, that's a good way to describe the, uh, the, the division right now. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things where, Randy Orton is a good, reliable hand, and he brings that star power. He brings the the legacy that he's got, um, and and I think that yeah, it's, it's a safe decision to put him in the match. You know, well actually to put the title on him and have him defend it at WrestleMania. Now, yeah, do we really want to see a three way between him, Bobby Roode, and Jinder Mahal? I think that'll be the dud match. Uh, you know, with all due respect, if, if we're just looking at it from every other match, that might be the match that's going to be the one that falls up a little short. Um, but I, I think that there's got to be some bigger yeah, see, picture. I, I forgot about, I forgot about gender. That's, that, that's how much of a dud it, it, it might be, because I, I completely forgot about <laughs> gender. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why is he talking about Dolph Ziggler? I was like, it's all about, you know, you're hindering gender, you know? So, uh, you know, it's just, yeah, I mean, that's, I feel like uh, we just need to end it with the Forrest Gump, and that's all I got to say about that. Because I mean, that's really—I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just that's kind of just the way it's going right now. Well, I think the, so, one of the problems, and then you know, just just kind of talking it out, Alex. Where's the big mid card baby face? Because I know right now, I guess it's Bobby Roode, but I think, like I said, I think Roode's a better heel. But then you've also got Orton, who's kind of a baby face, but people aren't like super. Behind Randy Orton, then you've got Jinder, yeah. then you've got Ziggler, and, you know, you've got a, somebody like a Sami Zayn who's still kind of mid-card-ish. Uh, honestly, like, I think, and, and we've talked about this on the show before, to me it would be great if the New Day after this match at WrestleMania kind of not, you know, they, they didn't have this big falling out and this big breakup. Started seeing the guys do solo stuff. Because I think Biggie would make a really good – well, I think Biggie would make a great world champion, but I think he'd make a really good U.S. champion for the time being. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a possibility, you know, but, you know, we're looking at all these different scenarios. I mean, now we're looking at, okay, so is Baron Corbin going to be in Mania? Is Ziggler going to be a part of Mania? I mean, we have all these guys that, you know, I feel like there's just – Higgler – I mean, Higgler, Ziggler's still somewhat of a heel. <laughs> Corbin's a heel. Jinder's a heel. Yeah. I think a I, lot I think Bobby Roode is, yeah Bobby Roode's I think playing playing um you know uh, tweener kind of in between Orton's right now the baby face but I mean he doesn't have that big baby face 
you know, quality that, you know, like, like a Johnny Gargano would or, 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 or like, yeah. uh, you know, someone along those lines, like someone else, you know, like how, what are they going to do with the U.S. title to, to make this different? Because, I mean, if, if, if this becomes another three-way, that's a lot of three-way matches, man. And, and, and for Mania, I mean, you have, you have the three-way for the Intercontinental, the three-way for like a p- potential U.S. title. Um, that, that's already two. That's already two three-ways in Mania. You have, you're already going to have two tag matches. I'm sorry. You're going to have one, two, three tag matches. Um, you know, I mean, singles are never bad. And then don't forget, I mean, also we're looking at the Cruiserweight title finals. You're going to have the, the finals yeah. to the Cruiserweight title. That's going to be determined. Um, you know, that's going to be determined at Mania. Um, and then, you know, we're looking at, I mean, and the next thing you're looking at is the, uh, well, the last two things. Actually, I mean, I, I, we've talked about AJ Nakamura, and I mean, it, there's really nothing else to be said about, you know, besides it's going to be pretty much probably the, 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 the main event highlight of the night, the match of the night. That's the yeah. dream match everybody's talking about. But uh, Do you I'm think really, it goes last? Because I, I don't. Uh, I, 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 I don't. Dude, honestly, just I, I don't think that it's going to go last um, compared to Brock and Roman. I don't think they're going to do that. You know, I mean, Brock Lesnar is being paid for that main event spot. It's Brock Lesnar. You know, I, I don't yeah. I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be last. Um, but what I am interested in to pretty much kind of touch up in the end of it, what I'm very, very interested in now is this Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and, dude, like, what they did to Shane McMahon tonight was, that thing was, oh, man, that was another level of, of ouch. So, what's going to happen? It was supposed to be Zayn versus Owens, then they end up beating up Shane McMahon. He said that he's taking an indefinite leave of absence after tonight, which obviously that's not the case because he's been taken out, but I'm sure he's going to come back. Are we going to have a one-on-two? Are we going to have a three-way? I mean, what, another triple threat? <laughs> oh, well, look at that. <laughs> what is going on? Like, what is going to happen now with Shane McMahon? There's got to be retribution. I mean, this man got his ass whipped by Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. So why would they have to wrestle each other now? Because they beat him up. But, I mean, it's, 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 that is super interesting right now. Yeah, and I think – in a way, they've kind of worked themselves into a corner with the Daniel Bryan stuff because that's that doesn't have a payoff because uh, you know they're not going to clear Daniel. Uh, but the Shane interesting to me because I'm kind of hit or miss with Shane McMahon matches. Like I respect the guy; man's got guts on guts on guts for doing a lot of the things he does and taking the bumps and the falls that he does. But I don't know on a show, on a WrestleMania card like we've already talked about you know, seven or eight matches, Alex. And right. I don't I don't know if if <laughs> like I honestly and I hate to say it because I like Owens, I like Zayn, I like Shane you know, I respect Shane McMahon. But I don't know if I need that match at WrestleMania. And yeah, it's, it's kinda of weird to say I, that because this has been kind of the big feud on SmackDown for at least, you know, seven, eight, nine months. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, but you got to think, they've been building this rivalry and this back and forth and this feud between those three for the longest time. Like, yeah. what is Daniel Bryan going to do? How is Daniel Bryan going to handle it? What is Daniel Bryan going to do to resolve this? Like, the, I mean, there's got to be some conclusion to this whole, like, hatred between Shane and, uh, you know, Sammy and Kevin. So, 
there, you know, if anything, yeah, WrestleMania is the time, but how do you finish it? You know, like, what do you do? Because yeah, we've already seen Zane, oh, excuse me, we've already seen Owens and Shane. Uh, they had the cage match. I can't remember which show that was on. Uh, it'll come to me. But we've already had uh, Owens and, and, and Shane. I don't really want to see Shane and Zane in a one-on-one. Uh, the handicapped route. Maybe Shane gets a mystery partner. Maybe we you know we get another tag. Maybe that's how we solve it. Yep. I don't know. I mean, oh man. And you know what? We were talking just a second ago, Alex, about the lack of mid card baby faces. This is gonna sound crazy, but there's one guy on the mid card who I think is like the crowd's baby face, even if he isn't the quote unquote. Storyline babyface, and that's your that's Rusev. Like people love some Rusev. Yeah. Imagine Rusev <laughs> and Shane. Rusev and Shane versus Zayn and Owens. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Rusev Day. Oh, that's great. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, I just don't know. I don't know what direction, man. I don't know what directions are going to go with this. But something's good. all I know is something now is going to happen, you know, because no, because the, the guy out. to go to, like the guy to go to, but they kind of ruined that story. Plus, he's got another match at Mania. The guy to go to would have been Triple H because Owens and Zayn already uh, didn't they put their hands on Vince at one point? Yeah, they did. So they they've, they've attacked Vince. They've attacked Shane. So it would make sense. For Triple H to tag team with his brother-in-law against these guys, but Triple H has already got a match, so I don't I don't know who makes sense to be Shane's partner if they if they go with the tag route. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh man. Or I mean, maybe Alex he... Cruz shows up at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what? What if? What if? That was the last straw. And we get Shane and Vince McMahon versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Wow. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be. Why not? Because you figure Vince, Why not? when's the last time Vince worked a match? It's, it's, been, it's been a bit. Shit. Uh, last time he worked a match. Let me think. Hold on. There was, was it, I mean, it, uh, maybe it had to be around the time when the whole DX and McMahon feud was going on because that was after McMahon and Hogan. So, I mean, I know yeah. there's been a few little things. But I think, team, did, but didn't, I, he have a, um, didn't he have a match with Bret Hart uh, during Bret's last run or something like that? You know what? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, mean, I can't believe we forgot about that. Yeah, I, I think there was. I, I think there was a Vince versus Bret. That might have been Vince's but, last last uh, last match. Yeah, I mean, still that was a while back. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hey, and you know, Vince, Vince excited, probably I, like you know Vince's ego. He's probably like, I got one more left in me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Every, everybody's everybody's one more matches on WrestleMania this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be WrestleMania, New Orleans, one more match. You know, shit. Everyone. everyone. So Alex is going with Vince. I'm saying Rusev. Uh, I'm going to you know I'm gonna say that. Yeah, I'm going to. But you know what? But then that makes it four tag matches at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. Maybe they bring the Mean Street Posse back. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I, this has been like like you said, Alex. This has been the number one story on SmackDown. But how do we how do we end it? How do we? Because like like I said, Daniel Bryan's not going to wrestle, and he's been such a a man, big I part wish. of this. Story. Oh. oh, I wish he would wrestle. Oh man, that's that's what I wish. The return of Daniel Bryan. I don't know. You that know, what? You know I'm gonna, I'm going to change it. I'm going to say Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon, and the Spirit Squad. <laughs> hey, we've seen that the Spirit Squad within the, the past year or so. Hey, Ziggler can get a shot to be on WrestleMania now. He just has to be Nikki again. <laughs> Nikki. Nikki, Mikey, Kenny, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. That, that theme, man, that theme always runs in my head. Shit, those guys were bad. Yeah. Like I know they get a bad rap, but they they were entertaining. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it was for the time being. It really was. So, but uh, but yeah, man. I mean, that's that that pretty much covers for the most of part of what we're kind of looking at WrestleMania right now. I mean. Um, I know we got NXT coming up, but I mean that's that's something we could talk to a little closer as it gets kind of uh you know they really haven't put too much into it just yet. Um, but yeah, I mean uh, as of right now, and Bobby Lashley's you know recently worked a deal, so I think I think the Monday yep. after Mania we'll be seeing Bobby Lashley, and um, I don't know, man, it'll be interesting. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. But yeah, to me, if 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 Brock resigns, to me. That's that's who that's who you go to with Lashley, because I think oh, that right there, like that's, that's that's money. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. So let me ask you this one: Does the Undertaker come back, and do they induct him in the Hall of Fame this year, as well as having his final match? No, I think I think you get either or. I think either this was going to be his induction year or his final match year. And since we're getting the match, I don't think he's going to get inducted. But let me let me uh, let me throw a little crazy idea out at you, Alex. Uh, and I wish I wish Felix were here because I'd want to get his reaction to this. But uh, last year we saw the Undertaker uh, leave his gear in the ring. Correct. Right. <laughs> right. So maybe we don't get the dead man returning. Maybe we get John Cena versus American Badass Taker being sung to the ring by WWE Hall of Famer Kid, Kid Rock. Rock. <laughs> no way. Oh, he comes out on the motorcycle no one last time. <laughs> no way. There's no way that could happen. Everyone would be so lost. Oh, God. <laughs> Shit, you know what? It wouldn't even be a, a motorcycle. It would be a hover round if that's the case. Like a damn motorized <laughs> scooter. Like, you know, you can still ride a motorcycle. <laughs> no, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be one of those little scooters with the basket in the front. You know, <laughs> shit. Carrying the urn uh, or something. I don't know. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Um, I, I, think, I think personally um, we'll get Taker, but I don't know. I mean, damn, that sucks, man, because. I honestly think that was the ultimate symbolism that we've ever seen in professional wrestling. And now it's like almost, 
like, what does it mean? You know, but now does he yeah. do it again? And then does he like laying a coffin or something and get taken away? Or I don't know. I mean, um, dude, could, could we see like a buried alive match or a casket match or something, you know, between Taker and Cena, like a raise the stipulation, you know, like Taker basically, you know, gets put in a casket and taken off. I mean, wouldn't that be different, you know, but I don't know. No, I mean, I doubt it, but I mean, still like, I'll say, I, I, I doubt it. I don't even know if we need it for this because like you said, man, these are two pros. I think this will be a match similar to the mania where rock, uh, faced Hogan, where it wasn't the best technical match, but the crowd was on the edge of their seat for everything. I think like these two guys will, will know how to tell a story, and, and like it won't be a five star match, but it'll have everybody from start to finish engaged. Oh yeah, I mean it's Undertaker. I mean that's 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 a given. That match is automatically already uh, a must see because of and Cena. Like let's let's not sell uh, let's not yeah. sell big match Johnny short. Like Cena's. Quietly, like one of one of the best to ever do it for the WWE. Like it's like I yeah. I don't I didn't think I'd be saying that you know maybe ten years ago. But like if you look at the body of, the, of, of work, like this guy always shows up for for the big the big matches and the big moments. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean that's why John Cena is one of the greats, man. I mean he, you know he's he's done everything he needed to do on his end. So um, I'm I'm very curious to see what happens. So, so you are uh, see, and, and you you made a, you made a good point. Like this is a match that should have happened earlier, and then this could have been his his Hall of Fame year. But because we're having the match, I don't think they do both on the same weekend. Because uh, I don't think they want to kill the mystique of the Taker character. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, dude, I, I don't know, man. I I mean, I wouldn't say mystique. I mean, Undertaker's already lost at WrestleMania. There's no streak anymore. So. Maybe he comes out. No, but I, comes what, what, I, yeah, but what I mean is I, I don't think they want to have, uh, you know, Mark Calloway speaking on Saturday night and then The Undertaker's out on a Sunday night. You know what I mean? I think yeah, they want to keep those true, two yeah. separate. Exactly. I, I agree. I agree with you for sure. So, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things, man. I, you know, I think that, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I think that's the way it's going to work, man. You know, they're just going to um, – Maybe Taker's gonna go in and next year. Fame and do... I was gonna say, where is next year? Have they announced it yet? Oh man, I think I forgot. Uh, I heard I New so. York uh, was one of the was was the rumor, which is, I guess Undertaker going yeah, in New York know. works. Yeah, it's, I think it's gonna be somewhere in the Northeast. So, right. Yep. It's got to be somewhere there, uh, somewhere up there. Um, I just I can't remember for sure if it's been announced or if I heard it or what, but um, I'm sure we'll be finding out soon enough within the next couple of weeks for sure. Wouldn't it be cool? Like here's here's just a, a little throwaway thing. Like when Taker does get uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame, there's like a million WWE guys to induct him. But wouldn't it be cool since we never got Sting Taker if Sting inducted him? <laughs> <laughs> right. They just have a stare oh, down, and then they hug or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that would be crazy. Oh. Oh man. Oh boy, that would be that would be something. But, yeah, I'm excited though, Alex. I think uh, we we got a good uh, we got a good little little month or so ahead of us, man. I think uh, it's gonna be a fun road. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, a, a lot, a lot to still unfold. We still have a lot of uncertainty, but um, I think the way it's shaping out to be, it's going to be a hell of a WrestleMania, and I, I definitely can't wait for it. So. Nate, are you still there? Right. Yeah, right, I was just cool. looking at looking up the time. I was, I was like, we it's almost, almost time to start winding things down this week. Take it home, brother. Take it home. Before before Elio turns the lights off on us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or cuts us through on, be... or basically, what's going to happen is like, all right, everybody, well, in the great words of El Jefe, keep your feet on the ground. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> just letting you guys know that I'm about to shut this down in like two seconds. Like man, now you got to do it all over again. Hey, Elio is Elio is uh he's our Vince man. He's our higher power. He he's the man with the control. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the one who'll set the mic off on all of us. Yes. Uh, so uh, I'll show you who uh, has the pipe bomb. So uh, before we get out of here this week, brother. Let the people know what's going on in the world of the Aztec Warrior and, uh, you know, how they can interact with you on social media and uh, any shows that you got coming up. Yeah, um, in my world, it's been pretty simple, man. Just protein shakes and chicken wings, man. That's that's it, man. That's That's been my love lately. Um, but, but I like, ha- I like half that, of that equation. I'll, I'll take half of that meal. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's not the protein shakes. Um, so yeah, no, we um, – I'll be I'll be in Runnelstown, Mississippi this Saturday for SWA. The following weekend, Sweetwater Pro in uh, Miami, Florida. The following week, oh. March thirty first. Uh, March thirty first is a huge a huge show for myself and uh, Elevate Pro. We are running um, officially. I don't care what anybody says. You see, the way I do things, I basically swim against the current. So we are officially kicking off Mania Week. On Saturday, March 31st, <laughs> a whole week before Mania, with nobody else around, no other promotions, nobody else to compete with. We're not all playing Duck Duck Goose in the same circle. Hell no. I'm standing on my own day, my own platform, nobody else. We have a show going. It's going to be the first time Elevate Pro is in New Orleans, um, mm. you know, because uh, there, there is no, there is no pr- promotion consistently running in New Orleans, um, and, and this is what we're bringing back, so... Uh, it's going to be really huge. We got Ricardo Rodriguez going to be there. Um, we got Ooh. tons of surprises. Uh, you know, just it, it, it's a really cool show. Sir Penico is defending his title against Trip Cassidy, which is really cool. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's going to be a really fun show. You know, we're we're expecting a really good turnout where we're busting our butts to promote it and advertise it. So, um, if anybody wants to see what's going on, follow me Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. I think I named all of them. If there's any other kind of social media, it's all the same thing, at Alex Cruz Nation, A-L-E-X-C-R-U-Z-N-A-T-I-O-N. And if you want to find out about Elevate Pro or watch it on the Fight Network, go to Facebook.com slash Elevate Pro, E-L-E-V-8-P-R-O, or www.ElevatePro.com. And that, again, is E-L-E-V, the number 8-P-R-O.com. What are you very saying, cool, very cool. Uh, well, you know me. You can find me all over the internet. Uh, check me out on Twitter in the number eight M O Z A I K at Nate Mosaic on Twitter. And while you're there, you can check out the plethora of shows that I am on. I am on Keep It Two Thousand with the Post Wrestling Network. I am on a show called The Main Event with Place to Be Nation. 
I've got the Kings of Sport with myself and Marcus Vanderberg from Yahoo Sports, and we got a big show coming up this week uh, talking about the um, NCAA men's tournament bracket. So uh, we're getting ready to uh, get into that March Madness spirit. Um, and then I got a show called Always Forward, which is a show about uh, Marvel's Luke Cage. And either this week or next week, we got a special show coming out where me and uh, my co-host Ephraim Guzman and a bunch of other uh, nerds and geeks and, and uh, comic fans discuss the biggest movie of the year, Marvel's Black Panther. So uh, you can check out all of that stuff. Follow me on Twitter in the number eight M O Z A I K. And of course, I'm here with uh, my my son Alex Cruz on Pipe Bomb Radio. So, uh, oh, come on. You know, this is what brings us together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is a another great week, another great show, my friend. It feels like it's been too long since since, since uh, we connected on the microphone. So it's a good night, brother. Yeah. For sure, man. Yeah, we we we, uh, we had a couple of consistent back-to-back shows, and you know we had to take a couple of weeks off just to kind of let let the wrestling world catch up to us. And uh, now we're able to just kind of be back in the driver's seat and see which way this thing is going to go. Yep, and we we are on the road to WrestleMania, and we're glad that uh, you guys and girls out there are on this road with us. And we'll catch you next time on Pipe Bomb Radio. Uh, Again, want to give a shout-out to the man with the controls, uh, the man with the plan, Elio 2 Ends Canella, uh, the birthday boy. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to my co-host, my tag team partner, the Aztec warrior, Alex Cruz. Uh, and, of course, I'm the godfather, Nate Milton. And in the words of El Jefe, Felix Omedo, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Good night, everybody. Good night, Alex. I'll talk to you soon, brother. Take it easy, guys. Good night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.